Welcome back, everybody, for another episode of How Did I Get Here? I am your host, Jay, and to explain the show for everybody who has not been with us previously or needs a reminder, How Did I Get Here? is where we live our best lives on the internet and come out the other side knowing more but not feeling smarter at all. And you will see exactly what that means at the end of this podcast. I feel like we fulfill that criteria every episode. Spot on. Perfecto. Okay, uh, before we begin, please do not forget to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. And also leave a review. Uh, check out the videos on youtube.com slash dive studios. And also remember to subscribe with notifications on. Ding the bell. Alright. The beautiful question of today. And this has been an ongoing topic for a long time. Let's, let's get into it. Let's get into it. The question for today, you may be wondering, is what are flat earthers? Round of applause. Beautiful topic. Chosen by who? By Jay. Good job, Jay. <laughs> We're going to start today with, for some of you who don't know what flat earthers are. And I don't want to mess it up. I want to be exact with the definition. So we're going to first go to Google. What does Google say? The Flat Earth Theory. Here we go. Members of the Flat Earth Society claim to believe that the Earth is flat. Walking around the planet's surface, it looks and feels flat. So they deem all evidence to the contrary such as satellite photos of Earth as a sphere, to be fabrications of a round Earth conspiracy orchestrated by NASA and other government agencies. Wow. Let's delve further into it. The belief that the Earth is flat has been described as the ultimate conspiracy theory. According to the Flat Earth Society's leadership, its ranks have grown by 200 people per year. Per year. Since 2009. Interesting. All right. Now we're going to move on to the arguments. The rhetoric behind this theory. Because I'm, I'm sure you would love to know at this point. Let's go on a brief tour of the worldview of a flat earther. While writing off buckets of concrete evidence that the earth is spherical. They readily… I feel like this article is very biased. Watch how they phrase this. First, a brief tour of the worldview of a flat earther. While writing off buckets of concrete evidence that the earth is spherical. You're such a troll. That sounds so You're biased. They readily, ex- they readily accept a laundry list of propositions that some would call ludicrous. The leading flat earth theory holds that earth is a disc with the arctic circle in the center. And Antarctica, a 50, 150 foot tall wall of ice around the rim. NASA employees, they say, guard this ice wall to prevent people from climbing over Falling off the disc. In keeping with their skepticism of NASA, known flat earther conspiracy theorist Nathan Thompson recently approached a man he said was a NASA employee in a Starbucks in mid-May 2017. In a YouTube video of the exchange, Thompson, founder of the official Flat Earth and Global Discussions page, shouted that he had proof that the Earth is flat, apparently saying an astronaut drowning was that proof and that NASA is lying? Whoa. Earth's day and night cycle is explained by posting, oh, explained by positing that the sun and moon are spheres measuring 32 miles, 51 kilometers, and move in circles 3,000 miles above the planet's plane of the Earth. 
Flat earthers believe that there must be an invisible anti-moon that obscures the moon during lunar eclipses. Moving on. Furthermore, the Earth's gravity is an illusion, they say. Objects do not accelerate downward. Instead, the disk of Earth accelerates upward at 32 feet per second. Squared. Interesting. As for what lies underneath the disk of the Earth, this is unknown. But most flat earthers believe it is composed of rocks. I think that's the gist of the flat earth theory. So that's a brief description. We went into that. Um, well, let's talk about it. There are some famous flat earthers. Let me pull it up just to be sure. All right. Uh, for some of you that have never heard of this, you might be thinking, this is absolute ludicrous. Please take into fact that into, into account that many people actually are publicly open about believing this theory. Let's go through that list. First person, Kyrie Irving. Oh, oh. The next one is the rapper Bob. In 2017, the rapper started a GoFundMe page to raise money to launch a satellite into space to prove the Earth's shape for himself. Page is no longer active. Oh, but okay. Homer. Not Simpson. Yeah, the, the, yeah. the great thinker. The ancient Greek author responsible for the Iliad. Technically, his depictions of the Earth's shape was a disc. And technically, the science slash technology to prove what the Earth's shape was didn't exist. Yeah. Well, another recent person. I don't know. I don't watch football. I don't know how to say his name. It might be Geno Smith. Geno Smith. Geno Smith. In 2018, the former Jets QB took to Twitter to question the Earth's roundness. I've been studying this whole flat Earth versus globe thing. And I think I may be with Kyrie on this. Before you judge, do some homework. But what do you guys think? Okay, so he wasn't... Saying like outright. Yeah, he was just saying, I may. I may understand where they're I coming may from. dabble in some <laughs> er, flat Earth. <laughs> I may dabble in some information. I, I flirt with the idea of a flat Earth, is what he said. I really like that phrase. I flirt with the idea. There you go. You can you can have that. I flirt with it. I like that. Okay. The next person is Bills Watkins. Bills Watkins. In 2017, the former Bills, now Rams wide receiver, revealed to Los Angeles Times reporter he was a flat earther. But that's as far as the conversation went. The second article is, We have known that the earth is round for over 2,000 years. Long before anyone circumnavigated the globe or went into space, the ancient Greeks had figured out that the earth is actually ball-shaped rather than flat. Okay, the well-known rapper B.O.B. has been on a mission to convince his Twitter followers that the Earth is flat. How can a 16-mile distance between the two points in a picture look flat? He questioned, where is the curve? Please explain this. A torrent of similar tweets followed. Let's continue on. Many people have tried to reason with them, including the astrophysicist and broadcaster Neil deGrasse Tyson. And B.O.B. was not swayed. We at BBC Earth wouldn't usually weigh in on a conspiracy theory, but we couldn't let this one go. For the one thing... Earth is in our name. And anyway, we think it's fun to know how these big facts about the universe got discovered. Let's start with some pictures. Here's Earth from one million miles away. This image was composed from a series of images taken by a NASA camera on the Deep Space Climate Observatory satellite. So here is a picture. And then here is a picture of the Earth from the moon. The moon, as we can all see when we look up, is also round. 
True. Just like you were saying. Okay. None of this concerns B.O.B. because he also claims that all such NASA imagery is faked. You will have your own view on the plausibility of that. But regardless, consider this. We knew the Earth was round long before we mastered space travel. Over 2,000 years ago. A Greek philosopher, Aristotle, had it all figured out. Okay. So basically, uh, the summary of this is you see different sets of stars in the night sky depending on where you are. The sky over the northern hemisphere is not the same as the sky over the southern hemisphere. If the earth was flat, then at any given time, we would all see the same stars, wouldn't we? Interesting. Another Greek thinker and mathematician, Eratosthenes, went further and managed to measure the earth's circumference. He discovered that at noon in one Egyptian city, the sun was directly overhead, whereas in a different city, the sun did not rise quite so high. Eratosthenes knew the distance between the two cities, measured how high in the sky the sun rose to an each at the same time, then did some trigonometry. His method was crude, but his answer was in the right ballpark. The fact that the earth is round has been common knowledge, at least among the educated and powerful ever since. More recently, people have gone all the way around the earth. The Portuguese explorer Ferdinand Magellan, Magellan famously circumnavigated the earth from 1519 to 1522, which would have been even more difficult if it had an edge. Yeah, but long before Magellan, it was obvious to observant sailors that the earth is round. If you sail towards something tall, like a mountain, you will see the top appearing over the horizon before the rest of it. So I guess that was all the evidence from God knows when, all the way back to the time of the, the Greek theorists. All right. Moving on to the next article, and it's called Flat Earthers Have a Wild New Theory About Forests. A bizarre new theory has turned the flat earth upside down. The flat earth is still flat, but now it's dotted with tiny imitations of the truly enormous trees that once covered the continent, which in our deforested age, we could hardly even remember. The newest theory for flat earthers. (laughs) It's no forest exists on flat earth. According to flat earthers, they make us think that there are forests. But what you are actually looking at when you see pictures or videos are 30 meter bushes. There aren't any forests at all. They are only diminished imitations. Watch. Thousands of years ago, a cataclysmic event destroyed 99% of the earth's biosphere. And when it happened, It took away all the real forests. Real trees are nothing like their stunted cousins. The miserable, perishing scraps of wood that we see today. Let's talk about this. I'm confused about what they're actually trying to say. I think what they're saying is that we have never and never will see the actual beauty of what should be a forest. But see, here's my problem with that. We coined the term forest after seeing what was in front of us. So a forest is what we're seeing. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, you're saying that the word forest and the concept of it came from an observation. That word did not exist alongside the physical existence. But what if in the beginning of the world, what if if they're right? What if these majestic mountain-like structures were actually trees and what we're seeing today are not forests? They are forests because that's what we call what we see forests. If they're, I'm sure right. the nature looked diff- very different. Right. I don't actually disagree with that. 
but that's just called something else. But the term wasn't coined. Yeah. Recently, it was coined when they first started calling whatever that group of trees was. So, depending on your belief, whether it was a well, I'm years thinking ago, strictly like the English word forest. Okay, I agree with that. Yeah, I agree. That was my original point before I went deeper into it. Yeah, yeah. Right, but then now we got to think like this. <laughs> Take it all the way back. Okay. Someone, you know, we we're gonna start at the cave people. They saw a group of of trees. And they were like, that's a forest. A wild body that they couldn't, you know, fathom. They couldn't like, they had to like trek days across in order to get through. What if in the olden days, they're right. Trees were like mountains. That could be possible. We cut down a lot of them. Right. But then if that was the case, then they're right. A forest isn't a forest. We shouldn't be calling it a forest. Because we, we call it a forest in the English language. A yeah. forest is a forest. It definitely is. They're wrong in yeah. the English language. We coined the term forest yeah. based on the idea of a group of trees. Yes. A large group, a body of trees. Look up the dictionary definition of forest right now. But what if that wasn't the definition back in the olden days when they first coined whatever word meant forest? It's like saying what's tall. It's kind of to a certain degree subjective. True. Origins of the word forest latin foris which means outside it's just the word <laughs> just means outside <laughs> outside wow okay well so, we feel different <laughs> i'm i'm i was intrigued very interesting we've uh just wrapping up the segment for today we've learned a lot of things we've learned that kyrie irving and bob are flat earthers uh, we've learned that flat earthers have a wild new theory about forests not being forests, which I somewhat <laughs> understand. Yeah. I somewhat understand if we take it all the way back to the root. Not in the context of the English word forest. Just the concept. The concept of forest not being forest. And a perfect segue for this, we have concluded the question of today. And for you to rest your weary mind after much consumption of too much information, we have prepared a song for you. We are going to the song. Other Side by Ish. Blessing, lately. All day been smiling lately. They both could cut the turkey. Just bought a boy, here's a big three. And man, I've got jeans like this. Sometimes I think about you, even in the midst of good news. I gotta go home for that audio boss from the closet and then see you. You're so cheesy. My God is messing with my head, cause you're too mine. Sometimes I just call, I know you won't pick up. Can't ever help myself and try.
now back. Uh, now that we have answered our main question of today, we are going to answer some of the questions that you guys may have had for us. First question from today comes from at P-E-M-I-P-W. Jay, do you still like playing badminton in your free time? I actually, I haven't played in a long time. And I've been wanting to. I've been talking to Kuhn a lot about it. But um, every time we like talk about it, it just fizzles out because everyone's busy. And like, I really want to play though. I haven't played. Can't you just join like a club or something? I can. Like in a mural? That's usually how people play in Korea. Yeah. They'll join like a community. Mm-hmm. And they'll pay a fee and they'll, they'll play with everybody in that gym like every day at night. Like 5 to 7 or something like that. And then that's usually how people do that. But I can't, I can't always meet the time and to meet. would you get kicked out? It's not like casual. You can't just like come whenever you can. You can't, but it's expensive. Oh. Uh, it's like, it's like usually like a hundred bucks. You can teach me how to play. <laughs> yeah. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> question two comes from Y-E-M-E-L-I-N-O-O-31. Yemelino31. Day two of asking Jay questions. Any pet peeves? Any pet peeves? Do I have any pet peeves? Examples of pet peeves. Examples of pet peeves would be like leaving dishes unwashed for too long, um, loud eaters, people who don't open, like keep the door open for you. Um, you don't have anything like that that like bothers you? I don't think I have any. I'm sure you do. You don't you don't mind like loud eating? No. What about when people are on their phone while you're talking to them? You don't care because you're that person. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I get it. Like you're busy. Like you, you need to figure things out. You need to figure out A, B, C, D while getting D done, which is talking to the person. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay. Maybe you're just so easygoing. Thank you. You're super chill. That's where I was trying to go with yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Just say you're too chill to have babies. That's the conclusion for today. Jay is just too chill and nice and handsome and forgiving and perfect hmm. to have a pet peeve. Hmm. I feel like that's the conclusion for today. And that wraps up all your questions for today. We hope that answered what you were curious of. And also, going back to the main content of this podcast, please, if you have any questions, send Jay your questions with the hashtag HDIGH and let us know about what we should be adventuring to as our next topic. Uh, you can do this on Instagram as well as Twitter at the Dive Studios as well as youtube.com slash studios. Also, if you have questions personally for me, you may send them to me as well at Twitter, J-A-E underscore D-A-6. Don't forget to subscribe and review the podcast for more beautiful, mind-boggling information in the future. Ladies and gentlemen, today we have talked about many issues. The flat earth, the forest not being real, we hope that you have derived as much information as we have because I have learned a lot. Do you feel smarter today than I am? No. Exactly. Mission accomplished, guys. <laughs> we'll see you guys again next week. Bye-bye. How did I get here? With Jay. 
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.